Last week, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention reported the shocking statistic that the suicide rate in the United States is up by 25% compared with 1999. That announcement was emphasized by the suicides of two high-profile celebrities, Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain. Why is it that so many of our fellow citizens are in such a hopeless state of mind that they would actually take the action of murdering themselves? Is there anything that can be, can be done? How, how should we as Christians approach this growing epidemic? This is Jonathan McNair with TW Now. Thank you for being with us today. The guests on our program like to introduce, first of all, uh, first Mr. Wyatt Saselka. Thank you for being with us. Mr. Zaselka is a regular guest on the program, as those of you who watch uh, uh, would know. And also Mr. Rod McNair, thank you for being with us. Glad to be here. Also a regular guest on our, our program. Now, as we begin, I would like to mention the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. Uh, as the, the title of our, our uh, TW Now today is Suicidal Nation, Suicidal World. Uh, if you are, or someone you know, is even considering something like suicide or are in a, a, any sort of, 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 a, of a state of mind that this is a concern, please do make use of this number, 1-800-273-8255. Again, it's 1-800-273-TALK. And there are people who provide 24-7 uh, free confidential support. So we want to uh, mention that right up front because it's very important that we take this, this problem seriously. We do, we do here, and uh, it is, it is a, something that is becoming such a, a national epidemic that although it may be awkward and, and difficult to talk about, um, it is overwhelming to, to think about. So I uh, want to mention that right away. And, and also the fact that, look, we are not trained in suicide counseling ourselves here. Um, the role of our panelists is largely as ministers, uh, as teachers of, of God's way of life. But, but the reality of our modern world is that depression, loneliness, and, and even suicide are all part of our modern life for, for so many people in our society. So we highlight the United States today with the, 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 the suicide of two celebrity personalities, these uh, superstars, you might say. But our country is not alone in this problem. So let's, let's get right to our guests then. Let me ask the question right up front. Why, why is this a problem in our country? Why in the most prosperous nation on earth is this such an epidemic, gentlemen. <clears throat> well, first of all, um, I think we want to again, as you said, say uh, from the outset how how deeply we care about this issue, uh, how deeply we care about those who suffer from it, uh, those who are touched by it, uh, those who have been affected by it. It's a very, very difficult. Um, issue and, and situation for those who are affected by it so we just that's why we're here that's why we're doing this because there is hope and and we we want to reach out and help you know it's interesting when you talk about abundance and about the all the things we have these two very high-profile cases show that you know the the whole idea that only wealth or beauty or or intelligence is going to make us happy, which is really what our society pushes, is a myth. 
Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that is ha has been highlighted by cases like this, where there's much more to life than just uh, being a celebrity. Uh, their values, their ethics, their relationships, etc. Um, and I think it highlights it. You know, in preparing for the program, uh, I was noticing one article that talked about that. How many celebrities? I what came to mind in even the uh, the pictures for the article was Robin Williams, and and along with a whole a host of other celebrities, people you think who have everything, who yet have committed suicide. So. Again, uh, Mr. Suzuka, anything to add to the why, why in our our country in our land of abundance? Anything that you want to add to the so mix? why are we why are we having the conversation today? And and what are some of the causes? Um, there's a lot of causes. I also want to echo what Mr. Uh, Rob McNair said. Uh, why are we having the conversation? We we care, and it's it's a big problem out there in the world. We saw a, a WHO W H O statistic. We were talking about it before the program today. Uh, Eight hundred thousand people a year are committing suicide. That's just a phenomenal, a very sad number. Uh, it's the second leading cause of death among 15 to 29-year-olds. Second leading cause of death. So it's something we care about. Um, there's a number of causes for it. Uh, we're going to talk about some of those causes ranging from uh, environmental uh, factors, a, a lack of, of, frankly, a lack of belief in, in, in a purpose for life. Uh, I think religion can play a part in helping and true religion, the Bible, uh, social media. There, there's a number of factors. So one of the big things that we talked about before the program was the general devaluation of life just in general. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's one of the factors. There's a lot of factors. Environmental, uh, there, there are medical conditions. As, as you said, we're not experts. Uh, we're not going to claim to be experts on everything. But the devaluation of life itself across the, the country and around the world is probably a big factor. Now, some will try to say, well, look, when there's suicide, um, there are, it's really a medical condition. And it largely has to do with those people who are uh, maybe off their medication or there's some, something that has to do with uh, a, a medical condition. Uh, is, is that the case? I mean, is, is that something that's accurate or um, especially now both you gentlemen work with, with people, with individuals, and um, we're certainly familiar with people's challenges of life. Is it something that's this is a medical condition or is there more to it than, than that? It's, well, first of all, to, to answer the question, um, again, <clears throat> as, the, the, as a part of the picture, we certainly want to, as we're ministers here, we, we, are, we, are, we teach people about God's Word. And we also want to acknowledge that there are times when there are medical interventions that are needed. And that certainly is something we don't want to minimize, um, although we're, we're not talking about that today. Uh, but there are times when it's needed. However, to answer your question, um, off of the, uh, the CDC website on, on suicide, they talk about how, and I'll, I'll read a quote, mental health conditions are often seen as the cause of suicide, but suicide is rarely caused by any single factor. And they go on and talk about how uh, those related to relationships, to substance abuse, uh, to physical health, to job, to money, uh, to legal issues. There are so many parts of this when suicide is involved mm -hmm. that no, it's not just mental illness. And wouldn't you say that, let's say for, for our audience even, that this touches on us all for, for that reason. Because is there any one of us 
that hasn't struggled with discouragement, with uh, whether it's financial challenges or whether it is um, even, we see one of the issues that's quoted, I think, on the CD side is, is separation. I mean, that's a heightening, heightening factor. So in that regard, it really, the, the potential for either facing suicide horribly uh, to, to say, or someone we know being in a position of facing suicide is, is, is real. What are some other uh, parts of the puzzle, uh, what you say, Mr. Sasalka, is there something else that, that, that you've seen uh, can add to it? What, one of the questions that's been asked on social media is why would wealthy people like Kate Spade or Anthony Bourdain or others take their life? Um, now, suicide is a worldwide problem. As I mentioned a minute ago, 800,000 people around the world. I've seen other reports that uh, indicate this is from uh, the um, American Society for the Prevention of Suicide, that for every person who commits suicide, there's probably 11 people who have uh, inflicted self-harm mm. in an attempt to commit suicide, or maybe they didn't, you know, try 100% or whatever, thankfully they, they weren't successful. So for every one suicide, there's maybe 11 who try. So one of the questions that's come in on social media is why would wealthy people commit suicide? Uh, why would suicide be prevalent in wealthy countries, in well-to-do countries? Uh, I don't want to get too much into, you know, uh, high school um, psychology, but uh, we were talking about, I brought up Maslow's hierarchical needs. And for those who remember this from your junior high psychology class, your high school psychology class, in my mind, there's a real connection here, and I think it gets to what Satan is doing in the world, which we can talk about later, uh, how Satan is, is, uh, is taking away fulfillment and purpose from people. Mm -hmm. But if you, if, to remind ourselves, if we look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, fundamentally you have the need for, for safety, just air, food, shelter, sleep. And then you have the need for security, uh, that you're not worried about somebody coming and taking your, your, your property or whatever. But then you get up into these more abstract needs, a need for love, a need for self-esteem, recognition from others, and eventually a need for self-actualization. Now, if you look at people like uh, the, the famous celebrities we mentioned, um, the, the, the experts, which we're not psychologists, right, but the experts who study suicide, what they will say is that people are not feeling fulfilled as relates to the higher level of those needs. Okay, so they're getting their food, they have a roof over their head, including in poorer countries, but they're not feeling a, a sense of love and belongingness to community. They're not feeling a sense of love and belongingness to church, to neighborhood. They're not getting self-esteem. Uh, they don't feel a good sense of self-esteem or recognition from others. And they're not feeling self-actualized. Um, this is not psychobabble. These are needs that people have. And I think that Satan has really done a, a job on the world uh, where he has made it harder for people to feel connected and fulfilled in those ways. I think the Bible has some answers. We can talk about that later. But that's, you know, why um, almost all suicides go back to, even for people who are bipolar and so forth, which are real medical conditions, almost all suicides go back to at some point in that person's day or their, their month, um, they don't feel connected, loved, needed, appreciated by others. How about the yeah. rise in, in suicides for youth? I mean, um, you'd think young people, the, their whole life is ahead of them. Um, how about that? Why is that happening <clears throat> to a greater and greater degree if we look at the statistics? Well, a big one is uh, social media. The, the 
proliferation of, of smartphones especially that are so mobile and so accessible. Um, we find there are studies out that talk about how today uh, around 20 or 22 percent of teenagers exhibit multiple signs of depression and there are studies and there are more people coming out and making a direct link to to social media to being on social media uh, there is one really interesting article that talks about how there was a, a survey done in the UK where they ranked how teenagers felt after they were on different types of social media <laughs> and the ones that were most the most depressive interestingly were the ones that were most relational like mm -hmm. snapchat and and Instagram as opposed to YouTube which was not did not rank as high so something's going wrong with the relational side of social media mm -hmm. that it's not always a positive effect in fact that's what the experts are now saying that there's a systemic negative effect that's that's being shown so the connections are actually destructive as opposed to lifting up and 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 being helpful the connections that are being made on the one hand we're, it, our world pulls people apart. Our, our life today, we, we're more and more separated, but isn't it ironic that the connections we do have can be discouraging and, uh, and tear us down? Divorce is a big issue. I know one of the statistics I saw that separation, actually, it in, in a, all the, the other issues are, are heightened by, by separation. So it's, it's this mix of, of, of separation and even negative uh, contacts that are part of it. Um, now, we, we, we've talked about it being something here in the United being part of the United States uh, atmosphere, the part of some of the statistics we've talked about deal with the United States. But um, as we look at the world around us, we see that the number one uh, nation for, in terms of suicide statistics is Sri Lanka. Uh, here we, we find it's, it far outpasses. I think the United States is number 38 on the list in terms of how many people uh, commit suicide. And I think in the United States it's, it's something like 44,000 a year, if I remember correctly, some uh, a phenomenal number. I think it's it's in that in that ballpark. But again, Sri Lanka is number number one. So uh, what does that say about the extent of this of this this problem in our our world today? So what does it say about you, our atmosphere? You, uh, you 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 found this research earlier. Uh, Switzerland, 14. I'm sorry, 15. 0.1 suicides per 100,000, uh, Moldova, Swaziland. So th those are nations that would rank b worse than the United States as far as uh, suicide goes. So it is a global problem. Um, I think that there is a devaluation of, of, of the value of life. Um, let's, let's talk about that a little bit more. So in other words, it's, it's worldwide. Right. It's, a, it's an atmosphere that goes beyond the United States. And if we want to try to pinpoint some an area, we can't talk about all the facets, but let's talk about the devaluation of life. Because as people who believe in the Word of God and, and God is creator, God who, one, who the one who created us, uh, that, that's really important. So I'm sorry to interrupt. Go, go ahead and well, talk about that. So, so you know, w w one of the reasons we're talking about this at all, it says in Proverbs 24, verses 11 and 12, that we are to see those who are heading toward death and we are to hold them back from stumbling mm. to the slaughter, to stumbling toward death. 
And then God goes on and he says, you know, behold, you know, that, that, that he who weighs the soul, he who knows the heart, speaking of God, uh, will, will not hold you guiltless. If you don't see those who are stumbling, or sorry, if you see those who are stumbling, you don't try to encourage them, try to help them, he won't hold you guiltless. So we see this around the world. It, it's a global problem. And so uh, I was looking up some statistics on euthanasia. There, there's, there's very few ways to devalue life worse than to euthanize. And it, it's, it's, um, it's just amazing. Uh, euthanasia is legal in the Netherlands, Belgium, part, parts of, I think for some of these countries it's legal nationwide, but for some of them it might just be certain states, right? But the Netherlands, Belgium, Colombia, Luxembourg, Canada, India, assisted suicide is legal in Switzerland, Germany, South Korea, Japan, uh, the United States, states of Washington, Oregon, Colorado, Hawaii, Vermont, I, I could go down the list. Uh, they're working on an assisted suicide uh, law in, um, for Australia. In Belgium, it's legal for children to request to be euthanized. Uh, they do have restrictions around that. Um, there is no age limit for the, 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 the children uh, to request that. Uh, the Netherlands was the first country to legalize euthanasia and, and assisted suicide. So, you're, so we're connecting, making a connection between euthanasia, in other words, someone take, uh, taking their own life in that way with suicide. We're still talking about the value of life and, and not uh, placing a high value, even our own life. There are other. What other ways uh, would you connect in the world? I mean, is, is well, this a world? Is this a, 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 an atmospheric issue? This this devaluing of life. Absolutely. I mean, a whole a whole another realm. As he was talking about euthanasia, look at abortion. You know, we we look at some ancient uh, cultures that practice human sacrifice, and we're repulsed by it. We're repelled by that, and yet the, uh, it, it goes on around the country, in this country, and around the world. Uh, did you know that the, the abortion is the leading cause of death in this country? Uh, over 900,000 abortions committed this year. That's more than, than heart disease, that's more than cancer, that's more than you know, other, other diseases. Uh, why is there no great outcry and, and social upheaval because of that. And of course there are many who, who don't agree with abortion, but why is it allowed um, around the world? There are 125,000 abortions done each day, every single day. Uh, 3,000 every day in this country. And so just like euthanasia, it's clearly there's something wrong. There's some source that is causing us as human beings to, to see life as not something that's precious and something that is good and something sacred, something that God gave us, but rather to devalue it. What does this have to do with our relationship with God? What do you, what do you think a, a world that is, um, is godless, what bearing does that have to do with this issue of the devaluation of life? What, do you, I mean, what is... Because we we believe in in God, um, and uh, yet most of the world that we live in do not believe in the Creator God. Does this does this have a connection? Uh, let me make a really quick two two really quick comments, and I'll let Rod jump in and add to it. And so we're, just real quickly, uh, comment number one is that the only hope that we really have is 
the hope that's provided through, uh, through God, by God, through our relationship with God, tr true Christianity. Um, th th there is hope. Uh, Mr. Ames, Richard Ames, a longtime presenter, uh, uh, wrote, he's written on this a number of times, and uh, when, when Kate Spade uh, was reported a, a, a few days ago, uh, we, we put up a, a document, we linked on our Facebook page to Mr. Ames' article, Seven Keys for Peace of Mind, and we maybe can later touch on some of those keys. So, so, so comment number one is hope comes ultimately from God. In Corinthians, you know, God tells us through Paul that he'll give us the, the power to escape uh, trial. Anything that seems too great for us, he'll give us the power to escape. Let me, maybe I might just make a comment for our audience. By the way, if uh, you don't, you're not a regular watcher of our telecast, this upcoming week, the, the, the telecast that will be played is Mr. Ames' telecast. And the title is, uh, it has to do with stress I, I have surviving to look up stress. Surviving stress. Like if if you're interested in this topic, look, um, watch the program because it's helpful. Now, when we talk about this, we're not just talking about you, but we're talking about your ability to help a friend who is in need. I mean, that, that's let's let's face it. We can think of ourselves, but we also we're also encouraging you and all of us to to be on the lookout for those who are showing signs that they are in a, a, a downward spiral. So if you're able to help someone else, w wonderful. You may save a, a life. So uh, Mr. Ames' program deals surviving with stress. stress. Surviving stress, I think, is the title. And uh, so don't, don't miss it. I'm sorry. Then All right, no, 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 absolutely. So, so we, we, we're not just here uh, to say, um, you know, God uh, uh, condemns the taking of life. God does condemn the taking of life. Exodus 20, verse 13, you shall not murder. Uh, that, that word murder means don't take a life uh, intentionally, unintentionally, don't take your own life. Uh, that, 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 that commandment prohibits euthanasia. Uh, but we're not just here to, to remind people of, of that. We're also here to remind people that, that God, through the scripture, through the Bible, uh, does give us keys where we can grow stronger mm -hmm. and where he can help us grow stronger. So uh, hopefully we'll get to, to some of that uh, as well. And I guess I should say one more time, which you, you did earlier in the program, uh, sometimes people do need professional you know, counseling sure. yeah. and, and call, call the suicide prevention hotline if, you know, if, if there's an imminent threat. Yeah. Uh, we're, not, we're not taking away from that at all, but there are answers in a closer relationship with our Creator God through Jesus Christ living in us through prayer, through bringing our cares and our concerns to Him in prayer. Uh, these are practical ways to help people become uh, stronger, more encouraged, you know, overcome depression and so forth. Because God gives hope, and He gives encouragement, He tells us to treat other people in a way that is Courteous, respectful, polite. There's so many principles that actually have to, are interrelational with our God and our our, our neighbor, which enhance uh, our 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 whole state of mind. I'm sorry. Right. Go ahead. Right. Well, I was just going to say that just as as he mentioned um, that God gives hope. There is a and and God is real. God is real. You know, uh, our culture is trying to deny that today, but He is real. He made us. There is also a real being who is trying to steal hope and he's trying to get people to not have hope and that's of course Satan the devil and our, again our culture has sort of mythicized him and made it, he, it seem like a, a metaphor for evil there is a real being who the Bible says is the prince of the power of the air he broadcasts attitudes he tries to 
uh, tear down our any hope or any trust that we might have in the Bible and, and in God. Second uh, Corinthians 4:4 4 said he says he is the God of this age. Um, Jesus said in in the book of John that he's a murderer from the beginning. He doesn't stand in the truth. Uh, he talks about he the thief comes not but to steal, to kill, and destroy. That is his modus operandi, and so he tries to tear down any any hope that, that people might have, that we might have as human beings. Whereas Christ said, as you mentioned, I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Mm -hmm. That they might have, that we might humanly have eternal life in his kingdom, but also there are real benefits to following his way right now in our life. And I don't think it's by accident that we find the social structures that are most important to build people up are being torn apart. The family, the nature of marriage, the relationship between parents and children. I don't think it's an accident that those things are being torn apart now and we're seeing mankind now struggles with life and coping and uh, so we're, we're in a world that almost seems to be on a path to committing suicide as, as, right. as a whole. I, right. You know, look, right. all of us understand that uh, not everything about government is bad. Not everything about every company out there is bad. But, but what you are, are talking about is the fact that there's a spirit being behind the scenes. So when we have reports, I don't want to go back to social media and go back to that, but when we have reports that are, are beyond dispute, all right, here's something from the RAND Corporation. The RAND Corporation is one of the most distinguished think tanks that there is. And the RAND Corporation reported that despite rules banning under 13-year-olds from creating social media accounts, a report by the London School of Economics suggested that 43% of kids ages 9 to 12 have their own social media accounts and it continues there's increasing evidence suggesting that the use of social media by young people is having a negative effect on mental health and there's a dose response relationship between every hour spent on social media and you know depression and so forth okay that's just one little example we as parents moms dads teachers social media corporations schools governments we need to uh, just accept a dose of reality here. Mm -hmm. That the world, like you said, is heading in a suicidal direction, and yet, you know, we're kind of playing, not we, but it seems like the world's playing its fiddle while Rome burns. Remember the, you know, Nero played his fiddle while Rome burned. And so we have our youth who are being exposed to more negative things on social media. Uh, we have uh, parents being removed from their relationship with their children because of schools and different, different things. And I think we need to ask who's behind that. And, and there, there is a spirit pow power behind it. Mm -hmm. So as Christians, you know, how do we combat that? But, but I, I think we need to recognize where this comes from. And there's, there's a satanic force behind it. You well, know, <clears throat> there, there's a quote from Karl Marx, I believe, that, that religion is the opiate of the masses. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that we, we have to, if there are any listeners out there and viewers that see this perhaps later, that are confused about the Bible, about why they're here, about what's the purpose of life. Mm -hmm. I think we have to challenge some of those things that have become so almost 
ingrained into our culture and our thinking that well religion is just sort of blinding people just sort of making people feel good even though it's not based on reality and I think we have to challenge those people those thinkers so-called experts and say well who, how did they know mm -hmm. and we have to look at what does the Bible say what does God's Word say and test it for ourselves, mm -hmm. as opposed to just taking it on, taking on what the culture has, has spoon-fed us, what, what in too many cases teachers have, too many cases the media has, but there is a real God in heaven who reveals a way of life that is good, that is hope, that is, has blessings for now, and also in the future. And, and, there's, and, there, and God loves people. God loves people. So, you know, Jesus Christ said in Matthew 6 that, uh, look at the birds of the air, you know, but yet uh, not one of them falls, not a feather drops, that God doesn't know. Your, your Father feeds them, yet you're of more value than those birds of the air. So anybody out there who's feeling down and depressed, uh, those are real conditions. Mm -hmm. th th those are real. Those are real, right. those are real uh, conditions. But you have a, a Father in Heaven and Jesus Christ at His right side who are much, much more powerful than any negative thoughts. And if we go to them, uh, and it's, you know, it, there's, again, we, we acknowledge that sometimes medical help is needed. But um, we, we're not by ourselves alone on this earth. There's a God in Heaven who is powerful and who does love us and who does care about us and doesn't want us taking our lives or euthanizing someone else or aborting uh, a helpless uh, pre-born child. So, final comments. We're down to the wire here. Um, give you each an opportunity to, uh, to give a final comment. Um, we've acknowledged that this is, a, this is a problem. This is a huge problem, not just the United States problem, but a world problem. And talked about, touched at least on some of the, the, the fundamental issues, even the value of, of life and how our world devalues life in, in so many ways. What would you say, in a, a 30 second response, what would you say to, to someone who wants to encourage, wants to be a help to, some, to, to someone that they are they're worried about someone who they feel like is in a is in a destructive path what advice would you would you give them intervene get involved relationships are really a key here as we were talking about this article by a lady in the LA Times uh, Amy Newlove Schroeder how she benefited from someone who intervened in her life we see the we see the example of the Good Samaritan mm -hmm. that Christ gave. That there there was this story of someone who needed help, and most people turned and went away, didn't notice, didn't help, but the the Samaritan was willing to. So those who we can help, those who we have relationships with, we need to to be aware. We need to care, and we need to not be afraid of intervening, even if. They might feel like bugged by us. It might save a life. Taking responsibility in a sense. Almost like, it almost sounds like love your neighbor, doesn't it? Right, <laughs> right, so. absolutely. What? Um, I, I would agree and just add, I, I would like to reference Mr. Ames's article, Seven uh, Keys to Peace of Mind. And if, if you are feeling down or you're aware of somebody who's feeling down, as uh, Mr. Rob McNair mentioned, intervene. And then key number two, pray about it. Go to God uh, regarding your own problems or 
intercede for your friend and let your friend know that you care about them, you love them, and let your friend know you're praying about it. That's key number two, uh, seven keys for peace of mind. You can find it on the Tomorrow's World website. And then I would like to mention key number seven, claim God's promises. Uh, God does promise that his spirit is a spirit of a sound mind. Uh, there's promise in Psalm 160, 119, 165, that great peace have those who love God's law. Claim those promises. Uh, you, you can overcome depression. Uh, it might be a long, hard road. You might need help, but intercede for your friend. Um, pray for your friend. Let them know you care. And claim those promises that God uh, can also provide you strength to overcome. Thanks, Wyatt. Thanks, Rod. Again, thank you. a big thanks to our guests, Mr. Wyatt Sasalka and Mr. Rod McNair, for being with us here today. And one final plug for Mr. Ames' uh, telecast that is, uh, I understand, is actually already up on the website. The, the title is uh, Surviving Stress, presented by Mr. Richard Ames. So take a look at it. Um, and it may be of encouragement perhaps even uh, for you to intervene and to help somebody else and uh, that's certainly that, that's worthwhile if you can be able to help and help a friend and help them to uh, to stop a downward spiral then w what a wonderful blessing you can be to them thanks for being with us here this week on the TW Now and we look forward to being with you next week so again thanks and have a good afternoon <laughs>